Have you ever looked back and discovered that there was a moment when the trajectory of your life changed? Maybe a short period of time when you went from confusion to clarity. Or maybe you're seeking the Lord for that clarity or direction right now. Here we are with Ken Brooks to talk about some of the books that have helped create inflection points in his life as well as in mine. Welcome to Leaders Moment, brought to you by Vision Voice and FX Missions Podcasting. We encourage you to take this moment and use it to sharpen the saw of your leadership perspective and performance. We're bringing you interviews, stories, and more from leaders much like yourself who are taking action, learning, realizing potential, and getting results. Welcome and thanks for joining us. Throughout our lives, there are moments, if you will, inflection points that change our direction, that clarify our vision and help us grow. This month, I'm talking with Ken Brooks about some of the books that have created key inflection points in his life and in my life. I know I've mentioned this before, but reading has been instrumental in my life almost in every role I've had as a leader, as a, a person with competence, as well as a father and a friend, if you will. So I really believe in reading in terms of the right content and its ability to impact us in a way and expand our horizons. You don't want to miss this one. Hi, thanks for joining us on The Leader's Moment. Not really a second rendition here, but we do have the great good fortune of being in the studio again with Ken Brooks. Ken, talk to me. Hello, Scott. Hello, Hello. listeners out there. Yes, yes, yes. Are you running a tough mutter this year, Ken? I just got to ask that. Yeah, in, in a couple of weeks, as a matter of fact. Hey, what's the distance on this one? Well, this one they call the infinity. So you have nine oh. hours to run about as far as you can without dying. Okay. Yeah. Do you know what a lap is or what a single lap is on that particular loop? Or the track it's you're running? 15K, yeah, is, is the lap. Now, there's an option to run 10 and 5. You have to run at least one 15K, and then you can run whatever you want after, after that. that. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Our goal is to do 45. We'll see what happens. I don't feel like we're quite ready, but we're going to put one foot in front of the other anyway. Mm. That will become increasingly difficult as the day winds on i can say from experience i don't think i've done that distance i think the most i've ever done was about 12 a 12 mile okay so yeah and 50k is a marathon distance i think so you're Ultra. getting close yeah yeah you're getting close to that yeah, yeah. wow okay we will want to know how it goes. I, something tells me. Yeah, we're not really here to talk about mutters today, per se. No, no. We're, we're getting back together here. We're kind of talking about the process of discipleship. We're talking about, you know, how leaders engage and things like that. Particularly, I wanted to talk about books 
that have changed your life. Yes. Books that have changed your life. You know, I run into people, friends, you know, sometimes close friends that aren't nearly as bookish as I am. Mm. I got to say, though, Ken, I see those Instagram posts completely <laughs> with a quote on what you're reading. So that is very gratifying and encouraging that somebody else is reading along the way. How many books are you trying to read a year? Honestly, I'm not. I know that's a thing. And mm -hmm. those are good goals for people to have. Mm -hmm. yeah. I really just try to uh, experience the book that I'm, I'm reading at the moment. Okay. Yeah. That's a great approach, I think. Yeah. yeah. You try to go all in to what the one you're holding or, mm -hmm. or the one you're... A lot of times I'm listening to books these days as well, yeah. as well as reading. I don't know if I'm weird or not, Ken, <laughs> but I could be. Right now, I'm reading two books. Okay. And I'm listening to a few. Gotcha. So for some people, I know it's weird to be going at one, more than one at a time. And that doesn't work for everybody. So I get it. You know, maybe I'm reading three books and I'm listening to two. I, I don't know. But it's not just one at a time. Sure. And sometimes I'm reading a book and I'm saying, you know what? I'm reading. This is the wrong book for me to be reading right before I go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I need to switch it up. You know, this, yeah. is, this is trying to tell me what to, you know, how to sell something or, or sharpen up my story better for business purposes. And I'm like, yeah, I want to have some devotional things in mind. As right. Well. So I'm yeah. calling it for the day. But I think it's safe to say I read continually and I've read a bunch of books. Okay. What book are you working on right now? Oh, I am forever on this on a book called backpack to rucksack backpack to rucksack yes yeah and for those who are maybe marginally aware give us the sub what maybe not the subtitle but what would a subtitle be that would tell us more about what's what's that book about yeah let's see Oh, what was that band in the 90s, Boys to Men? <laughs> so the backpack is the boy, wow. and the rucksack is the man. Mm. And the, the author, he has an interesting background. You know, his story was one that basically he lived kind of a party lifestyle for, for a number of reasons. But it bothered him. It ate at him. And mm. eventually life produced the right characters around him and the... Uh, enough of a mindset to say, hey, I want to do something about this situation. Long story short, he enters the military around the age of 30, which is wow. generally too old for most guys. Yeah. But he does, and all to his benefit, mm. and the benefit to many others that he ends up leading. Being 30 worked out well because he you know, he was a little wiser at that yeah, time and yeah. he was able to uh, pick up different skills that a lot of guys wouldn't have got going in in an earlier right, age. Right, right. Just he had some purview that that 18 year olds. I mean, it's just a stage of life thing that he could see things that other people couldn't see at that. Right. Because he was in a different stage of life, which is a two edged sword. Right. I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> backpack to rucksack. Yeah. When I think about backpack, I think about, like you say, kids going to school, their books are in the backpack, right? Or uh -huh. these days, maybe it's their 
Chromebook. I don't know. It's mm -hmm. not a real book. But yeah. And then the rucksack leaves nothing to chance or doubt. That's yeah. uh, for one thing. We're going to cover some mileage underweight. That's what we're going to do. Yeah. Right. Wow. Would you say that that would be in the list of books that have changed your life? I'm still in the middle of it. So, you know, in terms of the way I view leadership, I feel like it is changing my life. It just mm -hmm. hasn't had time to really take its course yet. Mm -hmm. being in the middle of it but uh, mm -hmm. it, there's definitely a lot of potential there mm -hmm. cool yeah so you would say you recommend backpack to rucksack for for maybe guys yeah i i 100 recommend that book okay okay awesome that's uh not one i've read but you're making me interested Ken. <laughs> thank you thank you for that yeah so when we say what comes to mind in terms of books that have changed your life do you have a short list? I do. I I wrote it down before we started here, but I mean, we got to throw the Bible in there. Come on, and, you know, as believers, if that hasn't yeah. changed your life, what are you doing? You know? Yeah, you're you're <laughs> only reading the table of contents, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I mean, not only has it changed my life, but it still changes my life. Oh yes, you absolutely. know, when I read the Gospels and I mm -hmm. I read the character of Jesus, it's always I'm always seeing a different aspect of his character. And he gets kinder over the years, and I can see his kindness developing <laughs> out of words I've already read, you know? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Nobody ever steps in the same river twice, right? right. So, yeah. yeah. Same idea there. Right. Mm -hmm. It's it's interesting to me how he keeps getting kinder. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tracking with you 100%, though. Right. Yeah. For sure. yeah. Somebody changed. I probably wasn't him <laughs> uh-huh yeah yeah that one i think uh how to win friends and influence people okay carnegie yeah that was a game changer for me it just to, wasn't the way that i grew up you know you we all want to help ourselves but did we ever think to step outside and help other people mm -hmm. and we'd still be helping ourselves by stepping out of ourselves mm. Yes. Mm. But somehow that does escape you. You know, yeah. you don't realize that you're actually maybe helping yourself a lot more. Yes. If you're helping someone else. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Now that's a classic. Do you know, you happen to know what year that was written in? I mean, like we're talking about 1920 or something, right? Yeah. It was pretty, it was a long time ago. Yeah. Dale Carnegie. Yeah. How to win friends and influence people. Yeah high quality stuff yes yeah something tells me there's a third one on the list there is uh oh man which one do i do i got a couple of them here but i'd say wild of heart threw me for yeah. a loop mm -hmm. john yeah. eldridge and then yeah. team of teams by stanley mccrystal come on yeah i mean you know, sometimes in the book, you read a whole book, but there's just that one little piece that you never forget. Mm -hmm. He said something in there that just, in terms of leadership, I just got it. You know, it just, mm. it clicked. Yeah. What was it? He was saying that, you know, he was the guy in charge right. and decisions were coming to him that would, sometimes they could potentially affect the whole world. Right. But the question would come at 2 a.m. in the morning. Mm. He's been sleeping for hours. 
and he's being woken up to make this life-changing decision, you know, for so many people on so many levels, his brain is foggy. You know, mm. he's just like the rest of us. He's still human, even though he's, you know, military leadership. Yeah. And he said, that could be damaging. You know, yeah. me making this uh, <laughs> spontaneous decision uh -huh. than right. woken up at 2 a.m. And so what the military realized that they were going to have to restructure. So it wasn't just about him making decisions. It was about the whole team getting the vision of what the leaders were going after. And if mm -hmm. they could catch the vision, they would know how to make better decisions based on the vision. Right. You're talking about commander's intent, I think. Correct. Yeah. yeah. But so much of that, I think we can translate into the rest of our life, even into the church world where leaders are. You know, sometimes there's the guy, you know, yes. mm -hmm. <laughs> he's there the is. guy, he makes all the decisions, nothing happens that doesn't go through him. Mm -hmm. And I think if we were honest, we look back and go, you know what, that hasn't played out so well for the body of Christ. Yeah. The bottleneck, right? Mm -hmm. So many quotes leap to my mind as you're talking about this, Ken. Mm -hmm. Is it okay if I throw a few in, out oh, there? please do. Yeah. I got to pull out of my crystal quote here in a minute. I got to okay. do it, but uh, I'm going to save that one because a Drucker quote okay. comes to mind. Sure. He basically said, I think it goes along with what you're saying here. He said, quality decisions are important at every level of responsibility. Mm. And I think that's what you're talking about here. Mm -hmm. Decisions of the scope of impact that would probably get the three-star generals in, in trouble. You know, they had to wake the four-star up or whatever, you know, like yeah. in your example. Uh -huh. But if we're equipping people to make decisions, quality decisions mm. at every level, Probably there's going to be fewer, you know, there's yeah. going to be fewer questions that have to be escalated to that guy. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. Also, the closer a decision is to the place where that decision is going to have its biggest impact, the smartest thing is to keep that decision as close as possible mm -hmm. to the area of impact. That's also, I think, some of what they learned and implemented in what a team of teams I, I have read it. Uh, yeah. I love that book. It's a yeah. really... Really good book. Am I tracking with you, though? Does that sound right, what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Teens. McChrystal. Hmm. I read a few of them. He loves to write long books. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> but, you know, he says a lot of interesting things. So, yes. yeah. you know, you're not getting the, uh, the high point of the roller coaster in the first two chapters, and then he kind of just leaves you... Drifting out there for the rest of it. <laughs> he fills the rest of the book up with words. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. He, he's got a dense story as his life is, you know. So mm -hmm. he's letting us in on what he can, you know, yeah. and it's never thin, like you're saying. Totally. Is there one more on your list? I didn't put one on there. Okay. Does anything leap to mind there? I just. I want to get the best of the best here. And if I have to think too hard, I got to go, well, did it really change my life then? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we don't have to add another line. I, we really don't. But uh, I just want to make sure and get all the way through your list. Yeah. Scott, I mean, I'll be honest. I like the books that you're putting out 
I don't Thank know. You. It may it sounds a little weird because it's your podcast and I've lived some of those things with you. And so uh -huh. it's not so much uh -huh. your books that have changed my life, but my friendship with you has definitely uh, impacted my life. Oh man. Yeah. That's I'm I'm super honored for you to say that, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yes, you might recognize some of those stories from having been from having been present when they were actually unfolding. Yeah. yeah. Or hearing yeah. the stories of them yeah. and not yeah. feeling like I was present. Yeah. Yeah. More stories to come. I feel confident. I've got to keep getting material together for writing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, you know, a good friend of mine, Felipe Simoes. Yeah. He said, when we challenge ourselves, we end up with a story. Yes. And uh, the way he said it to me, or the way he said it, to me, it seemed like, wow, you know what? Sometimes we're reticent to challenge ourselves, mm. but we're going to, it's going to produce an outcome that'll be memorable, right? Right. I mean, if you, you ever been sitting around a campfire and you really didn't have anything to contribute, you know, yeah. you know maybe you're not challenging yourself enough yeah. to produce a story. You know, I mean, right. some of the best stories are the ones where you didn't know if you were going to survive. You know, I mean, you like it was right there, you know. Right. Uh, we don't watch Lord of the Rings because, you know, it, everything goes well. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're like, uh, we've got to get off the mountain. We've got to get off the mountain. <laughs> you know, I mean, we're about to die. Uh -huh. So to me, there, there's an aspect of story there that we've got to realize that the only way we're going to get those depth and quality of stories, not that we're trying to create stories, mm. but we're really creating a story with our lives. Mm -hmm. And the way we're going to get the depth and quality of stories is by not flinching at the opportunity to challenge ourselves, not foolishly and not in a way that throws caution to the wind or is trying to make ourselves something, mm -hmm. you know, but really we don't do God justice for the cost of creation <laughs> mm -hmm. by making ourselves less than we could be. Right. And God doesn't want to minimize us he wants he wants to make the most of our lives for sure in a reflection of himself that he wanted to show by creating us you know so yeah. i don't know how i'm getting off on this ken but i, I think we got to challenge ourselves and, and make the most of that story yeah for sure indeed for sure i appreciate that about my crystal i was a fan you know yeah i'm still a fan i'm a fan yeah. I almost got to see him in one of those little circles they used to do. They used to do like 10 CEOs. Okay. I found out about it. I was like, oh, yeah, this, they were just barely getting started, the Crystal Group. And uh -huh. so I wrote to their people and they got, I got it. Okay, we're going to have our next one. I was like, yes, I'm getting ready to sign up. I'm going to DC. I'm going to be in this small group. Uh -huh. And uh, they changed directions. <laughs> oh, no. I guess I'll just have to read this book again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm a fan, McChrystal, for sure. You know, I did not come up. With, I didn't do the reading, Ken. I didn't prepare for this meeting. You know, I know you're a fan of uh, the guy who did the reading. Am I the only one who did the reading? Is that a quote that you recognize? This is from one of your favorite guys. Ah, who did the reading? Uh, no, I'm, what are you talking about, right? <laughs> <laughs> i think his name was tony stark oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. but i'm not totally sure yeah, he, right. 
you know, they're having that meeting. He, he looks yeah. around. He said, "Am I the only one who did the reading?" You know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I think he's trying to say, "Be prepared." Yeah. And I came to the meeting ready, and you guys didn't do the reading. But I didn't come up with a short list of books that had changed my life. Okay. Obviously, as you said, I'll throw a few out there if that's okay. Colossians. Okay. Come on. How so? You know, I think as I heard it characterized once before, it basically said Ephesians Mm -hmm. is about the church the body of Christ and Colossians is about the Christ of the body. Oh, and I was like, come, that's exactly what I'm talking about. (laughs) You know, it just talks so much about the splendor and glory of Jesus, you know, and it Mm kind of unpacks things and words and images that just give you a deeper appreciation or cause you to reflect on Mm. who this guy is. Yeah. Who this Jesus is, you know? Sure. And to me, in terms of the epistles of Paul, that book for me just seemed to be so focused on Jesus at a time in my life when I was really, really trying to focus on Jesus mm. in a way that it helped me. It just really helped me focus on Jesus. Colossians. Gotcha. Yeah. Anything that John wrote, <laughs> you know, just yeah, start right there with the gospel and work your way on through. Uh-huh. Not to mention Revelation. I mean, it, those are my favorite books in Scripture, probably. Okay. Proverbs from the Old Testament. Obviously, I'm cheating here because you already went. And here I am talking about a bunch of the books. Of the Bible. <laughs> I know I'm cheating, but, you know, sorry about it. Anyway, I remember as a young person in business, obviously, I'm still in business. But as a young person in business, I said, what can I do, you know, to be thinking right? Mm. What can I do to be thinking right? I'm going to read the same proverb for a month. Okay. I'm going to read the same one every day. I'm going to read it. And I'm going to work my way through the proverbs, but I was going to do it like not trying to get the general concept. I'm trying to go deep here, you know. I'm going to spend a lot of time with this one proverb. And I'm going to give myself permission to not read right through. I'm going to stop and say, Mm. what is he? What is he? You know, just contemplate, kind of roll it over. Mm. So as a young person in business, that was a, a real key to my concept of business and having a productive life. Mm-hmm. Book of Proverbs. As a very young man, I got the idea that if anybody was going to learn, if anybody was going to teach me, I better have a hand in it. <laughs> you know, I better be in, involved. Like we're, That's kind of our, the subtext of what we're saying here. Yeah. But I got a book called Lincoln on Leadership. I'm not talking about the new and improved version because I got a copy of that too, which I used for uh, Firestarter. What what was that book again? Lincoln on Leadership. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, it was the first, not the revision that came out recently because it's just it is not what I'm talking about. Yeah, that was more of an opinion of yeah. what they thought his opinion would be. Right. Right. right? Uh, The first rendering of that book, Mm -hmm. it was basically a a guy's thesis Mm -hmm. for his doctorate, and it it ended up being a book. But he was looking at what Lincoln's take on leadership was, and he, as a part of that research, he didn't find anybody who had written on it at the time. We're Mm -hmm. talking about, I was in my early 20s, you know, that was probably 30 plus ago. So I'm sure that 
there's a hundred of those books now, but back then there wasn't any. He basically just took Lincoln's correspondence, you know, notes from meetings with him and, and things that he himself wrote. Yeah. You know, the original documents, and he just put that together in a framework. It was probably life-changing for me because it was one of the first books of that kind that I said, I'm going to read this. I want to invest in my leadership capacity. And Lincoln was faced with some challenges that would measure on the levels of the age. <laughs> you know what I mean? This guy didn't have small problems, right? He had very, very consequential problems. Indeed. Things he was faced with. Right. And his approach to them and how he ultimately succeeded, in my opinion, mm -hmm. at the cost of his own life. That to me was, I was like, yeah, I'm going to read this. I'm going to get through it. I did recommend it to some other people who came back and said, that's a textbook. <laughs> like, recommend me something different, you know, but still for me it, during that season and, and at that time, it started me on a journey that has brought me in some ways to this very day, you know, okay. talking about the leader's moment. A lot of my inspiration, that was the seed of a lot of my inspiration yeah. for uh, study and leadership. And there may be a limit to how many books I can share on them. I'm not totally <laughs> sure. Yeah, I will say one other book that changed my life. And probably not the book itself, but again, these books to me were like opening up a door, right? Oh. I'm going through a door here into another room that I don't even know exists, mm. right? As mm -hmm. long as I'm on this side of the door, there's nothing over there, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I opened up the door, Lincoln on Leadership, and the whole world opened up to me. The same thing happened with Peter Drucker's book, The Essential Drucker, which uh -huh. was a compilation. Basically, it was taking some of the best content from, I guess, at that time, what was 35 books he had written or something? Yeah. So it was taking sort of key content. You could get an essence, you know, mm -hmm. of what Drucker was trying to say across 50 years of writing. Yeah. In one book, it's not a particularly small book, but it changed my life. It opened the door up to some stuff that I, you know, a world I didn't exist. Yeah. Didn't know exists, rather. Mm -hmm. I remember being at a, a business event in San Diego. It was some kind of association I was a part of, and they had like four books they were talking about. Mm -hmm. I tried to read them. It was like saccharin or something. It was, you know, it was like, it tasted like junk food in my mouth. So nah. I'm like, I was somehow sitting with the CEO at lunch of this association. Okay. And I said, man, I tried on one of those books. I, I really tried. And he said, oh, yeah, well, what are you reading? And I said, yeah, The Essential Drucker. He said, <laughs> you're going to be okay. <laughs> Don't worry about those other books. You're, basically, the book you have in your hands is you're a little past these on-ramps to learning that we're trying to throw out for people to get into. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So I took that as a huge compliment and as an affirmation that I had a quality book in my hand. For With sure. the idea of doing this episode on books that changed your life, I'm not necessarily trying to encourage people to read these books. Mm -hmm. Maybe. I mean, you, you wouldn't do yourself any damage yeah. to, you know, after the podcast episode, find some of these books that we're talking about. Uh -huh. But the idea is that you want to go find out what people 
learned mm-hmm. and onboard that for yourself, you know? Right, right. You got a nice bookshelf behind you there. I'm seeing some of your titles. Good to Great is on there. Obviously, Systematic Theology. Some of the other titles are a little bit blurry, but I do see a good amount of titles. What I'm trying to do is inspire people to invest themselves, invest yeah. and invest in themselves mm, mm-hmm. in terms of learning. Sure. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't throw Tozer out there. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I already had like 10 titles out. Okay. Tozer. Yeah. Yeah. The two volumes that he himself penned. Yeah. Come on, bro. Yeah. 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 I mean, they say there's like 40 books by Tozer, but most of those are compilations. Okay. He, he wrote the two volumes. You're going to help me with the titles. What were the two titles that Tozer actually himself wrote? Oh, I forgot. Yeah. Come on. By the way, there is a biography about his life that oh. is really, really good. I, I recommend it. I and I don't that. think there's a bunch of those. So the biography of A.W. Tozer. Uh. The two books that he wrote, one in 1948 called The Pursuit of God. Of course. Yes. That'll help. It'll, yeah. it'll just help. Okay. Yeah. And the other one that he wrote as a book, The Knowledge of the Holy. Yes. All right. Man. Thanks for mentioning that, Ken. I would have been remiss. <laughs> I was going to use yeah, that word. Yeah. Remiss. Yeah. I yeah. remiss. Yeah. Because those books are the ones I've probably read over and over. Mm-hmm. You could sit down to the pursuit of God every year mm-hmm. and not be worse off for it. You right. could just read that every year. Tozer was the biography that I read about him. It did a lot of it, you know, explained him well, I thought, in a lot of ways about his approach. He was an eccentric guy. Yeah. But he was off center a little bit in my direction, I think, you know, or, or at least I want to be a little off center in his direction, maybe. Right. Maybe that, right. He was a great, great inspiration to me. Sure. I highly recommend those books as well. Yeah. I know we're running out of on ramp here for this episode. Do podcasts fit in, in the realm? I mean, there's books that then, uh, that's been a yeah. game changer for me. I don't know about for you. Do you listen to many podcasts or you, I know your own it's, yeah, change your yeah. life? It, well, I don't know. It's <laughs> seasonal for me on the podcast. Yeah. Okay. I got to say that how I built this by, by, uh, Rob's, what's his name? Guy Raz, how I built this. Okay. Was a really important podcast for me. Mm-hmm. There are so many podcasts that are available and so many more coming. You know, it's a little overwhelming. All the content and very almost splintered possibilities. You know, it goes in every direction and with yeah. some depth. So, it's pretty yeah, sensual. it's a lot going on out there. Yeah. But yeah, Guy Raz, how I built this. That was good. I'm sure there are others I'm overlooking, Ken, but it's a good question. Tell me, give me a couple of yours. Yeah, I mean, first on the list, Art of Manliness. Yes, sir. I mean, in terms of lifelong learning, you can, I mean, every time you tune in, you're you're learning something. Whether mm-hmm. you use it or not, I find about 65% to be, you know, really useful in my own life. But I am lifelong learning through that. And a lot of the books that I've found that have changed my life have come from listening to him interview the author of a certain mm-hmm. book. Yes. And then I get a little bit of a taste of it and I go get that book and then yeah. you know I get get the full meal with that yeah. one. So 
I think you'll be gratified to know uh-huh. that I have up at, on one of my tabs here uh-huh. on the art of manliness.com. Okay. Muscular Christianity. Aha. Uh-huh. Christianity is a relationship with the body and its 19th century masculinity crisis. Yes. Yes. That's to your point. Uh-huh. That guy is, he's doing some stuff out there. It's not a, a Sunday school program, right? I mean, this right. is. And it's not all like macho. You no. Know? I mean, he's going, he, he has a wide variety. Yeah. That he goes through that's helpful even for women. Sure. Know? Yeah. And, you know, how to start a fire in the rain. Come on. Yeah. This yeah. guy's getting utterly practical on some <laughs> of this stuff. I love that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Something your dad, he's got something there your dad didn't teach you, man. Yeah. And some of that stuff you should have been taught. Uh-huh. And why not learn it now? Right. Yeah. Good right. stuff. Yeah. Totally. Totally yeah. agree. Yeah. The other one I would throw out would be uh, the Pastors Podcast. I okay. Mean, it's literally called the Pastors Podcast. It's got a circle of hosts and they interview somebody, but they're just, they're pastors. But some of them are just leaders. I mean, but anybody involved in leadership, they can listen to these guys talk about their successes, their struggles. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times when we get leaders in the room, they say what they think that they're supposed to say or what they think that we are supposed to hear. Mm. But these are guys are just giving it to you raw. Mm. You know, one guy says, you know, I feel like there's pressure on me to post every time that there's some social dilemma happening or i gotta put a ring around my profile picture or whatnot he's like i kind of just want to post about the tough mother i was in last weekend (laughs) i don't want to feel all the pressure to have to do this and to have to do that yeah yeah hey man the closer we can get to transparency i think the more real value we can extract from our interactions with each other obviously that can be overdone yeah, but I really value transparency, and I think it is where the real stuff, mm-hmm. you know, comes out from behind the curtain, you know, yeah. and it's visible. You got to give respect to anybody who's brave enough to expose their true selves mm-hmm. in an environment often that is expected to be and rewarded for being plastic. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Jesus, help us, please. Yes, Lord. It's a joy to be on here with you, Ken. Really appreciate your input and your and your contribution here. I think we got some more episodes in front of us. We're going to probably break down some of this stuff I've written a bit. Okay. Yeah, Lord, lead us on that. Might be a little embarrassing. And I will mention, as we're talking about stuff I've written, most of the books I have published, I've got two, and I've got another one coming. Mm-hmm. should be around in January. Most of that content was written 10 years ago. So, you're, I mean, it was a young man, right? <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't that young. He, but, you know, some of that content dates back 20 years, you know, yeah. very nearly. So there was a different guy writing that. And sometimes it's like, yeah, I was on the right track. And other times I was like, mm. <laughs> uh, so how do you do that going back? Are you... Are you yeah. saying this is who I was then, or did you just do a bunch of editing, or what? what well, did- we tried to take the roughest of edges off, you know. But I also, I think I patently said, 
Mm-hmm. You know, this a lot of this was written by a guy in the process. Yeah. And he was early along in the process at the time he wrote it. Yeah, right. We're all in the process. You know, I probably feel that way about the stuff that I'm writing now, uh-huh. you know, 15 or more years hence. But, yeah. hey, we're in the process and we're we're uh, not afraid to go on record, right? Right. With what it is that we're sensing. So That is yeah. a move. Yeah. 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 Putting something out there that's permanent that you may cringe. Yeah. Years down the road. Yeah. That's gut. <laughs> it could be guts and a gut punch all right. in one. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. Thanks again, bro, for being here. I do want to get some backlinks in from you about content that you'd want to share from your podcast that you have that's out there. Anything else you want to share? Maybe we'll backlink to some of these books, but really appreciate you being here, bro, and look forward to a couple more episodes downrange. Yeah, me too. All right, man. Thanks, Ken. Blessings. Blessings. Thanks, Cap. Huge shout out to Ken Brooks for joining me as guest co-host and sharing the books that have been important to him and impacted his life. I'd love to hear from you. Don't look around the car. Yes, if you don't mind, connect with us on Facebook, facebook.com slash leadersmoment. If you don't mind, then share one of the books that's been important to you as well. We'll have a post there on the page, and you can leave your recommendations in the comments. Please do so. I would appreciate it. And if you like what we're doing with the show, or even if you extremely dislike what we're doing on the show, it would be a blessing either way for me to hear from you. Please let me know what you think about this broadcast and the podcast in general. Send me an email, scott at fxmissions.com. Thanks again for being here, and we'll be back in a few weeks. Thank you for being a part of the Leaders Moment podcast. We also want to say thanks to Vision Voice, our sponsor, and encourage you to check out their website at visionvoice.us. Also, if you haven't already, please visit leadersmoment.org slash follow to have this podcast and future ones delivered to your favorite podcast app every time we publish. Thanks again.